Hello, listeners. Welcome to The Scoop on the CFRC Podcast Network. My name's Taylor. On today's episode, I sit down again with PSAC 901 President Astrid Hobel. We discuss the outcome of the strike mandate vote and the recent ratification agreement the school came to with the bargaining committee. Thanks for listening to The Scoop, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Today, I'm joined once again by Astrid Hobel, president of PSAC 901 at Queen's. How are you doing today? Good, thanks. How are you about yourself? I'm doing pretty well. You guys came to a deal with the school. But before we get into the ratification deal, could you just give us a recap of the strike mandate vote that we talked about last time you were on? Yeah, of course. It's been a few weeks since I've been here and a lot has changed. The last time uh, I was here, we were talking, we were just on the verge of having a strike vote and we had amazing member turnout. We had three sessions on uh, Valentine's Day on February 14th. Over the course of the three sessions, hundreds of PSAC 901 members came and uh, voted hugely in favor of the strike. This meant that they were completely unhappy with what Queens was presenting at the table, and if needed, they were ready to go out on strike. So after that, what was Queens' response to that vote? So like other times that we've done kind of big rallies or had big member participation things, it's uh, the only time that Queens has finally been able to take us seriously again. So that week we had a lot of negotiations planned uh, with the conciliators. So we went forward with those. And after some arduously long days, especially the last day, it was a 21 long hour Zoom. It started Friday morning at 9am and we didn't finish until Saturday morning at 6am. We were finally able to hammer out a tentative deal. And uh, luckily, the university finally took us seriously and came back with proposals on most of those things that we thought were really important for our membership. Bill 124 that was passed in 2019 obviously had some effects on this bargaining process and the collective agreement. Could you just go into some of the effects that it had on this process? Yes, of course. Bill 124 was a huge impediment to us this round, unfortunately, as well as for rounds of bargaining throughout the academic sector and other public sector in the province. So basically it limits both increases to wages to 1% as well as increases to benefits and compensation. Given the fact that we're seeing the highest inflation in 30 years in the country right now, it's really detrimental to workers because it basically means that even with that small increase, everyone is pretty much unfortunately taking a pay cut. It meant that we could only see up to 1% of an increase to our salaries going forward, as well as it limited the amount of compensation we had to work with. We were able to convince Queen's to kind of work around some things and get some things kind of in there um, that we definitely believed were not part of Bill 124, such as uh, paid mandatory training on anti-racism and sexual violence prevention. Like we didn't see that as a benefit. We saw that as basically something that should be mandatory for all members in order to make a campus a safer place. We were also luckily able to get a mental health fund as well as access to the employment family assistance plan uh, ratified in our agreement, which means that there is a bit more help there on the mental health side, as well as a small academic and professional 
professional fund, which is great because it means that that will help do better pedagogy in class and just make us better and more efficient teachers, which will be good for everyone involved. Yeah, we were really lucky. We were able to meet nine of the 12 priority demands and the other three demands that we weren't able to meet. It was really Bill 124 that limited us there. We're pretty sure that we could have seen some more improvements in those other three areas about kind of improving issues around housing um, and an equipment allowance, as well as contracts for your first unfunded year. But those specific, or the first two were under Bill 124. And the third issue is definitely an issue of funding that we have to work out along the way with the university. Hopefully we can work next year with the SGPS to really push forth an extra funded year for both master's and PhD students. Going forward, if this collective agreement is voted on by the membership and goes through, uh, what will PSAC 901 look like moving forward in 2022? As the bargaining team, we're definitely recommending that people vote for this deal on Monday. We think we've done as much as we possibly can, and it's the best deal that we can get under under Bill 124. So we're definitely recommending it. But going forward, I think we're going to see a lot more discussion in our union and trying to make queens aware, especially about a number of different things. I mean, they're aware, but really push them to move the lever on things such as gender affirmation issues for our trans members. That's really important to us. Ensuring that now that we have anti-racism training and sexual violence prevention training, that that is not a kind of one and done thing, that there's really some good integration and that we're really trying to do a very kind of comprehensive um, training there. We also want to ensure that that our members know that there will be a mental health fund that will be available hopefully shortly. We're going to set up all the protocols around that and make sure that they are able to easily apply. So it's going to be a lot of moving parts, but we're going to be yeah, talking to the employer a lot about improving the lives of graduate students, which we always do, but just kind of pushing on through with that. <laughs> On Friday, members would have had to register to to vote, but today is the actual vote. How can they do that? So if you've registered to vote, you would have received a link for either 12 p.m. or 5 p.m. So just go to your emails, check it out. Uh, You'll be able to get into the meeting an hour beforehand if needed so that there's time to confirm that you are, in fact, a member. We have to just double-check you with our list so that we don't have unverified members voting. And then um, you'll be in a waiting room for a bit that will give you a very quick little spiel so that you know exactly what you're voting for so in case you haven't been reading the ratification kit, which uh, also went out on Friday. Then you'll know what's up, and then hopefully it'll be a quick vote and we can get you on your way. It sounds good. Thanks for, so much for chatting today. Thanks, Taylor. It was nice to talk again. <laughs> Once again, I'd like to thank Astrid for taking the time to talk with me. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, the listener, for checking out The Scoop this week on CFRC, broadcasting from Kingston, Ontario, on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee people. The Scoop is produced with support from the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences. To find previous episodes or check out upcoming ones, you can head to cfrc.ca.